Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 24 of Billy Bradley at Three Towers Hall. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, Please visit LibriVox.org. Billy Bradley at Three Towers Hall by Janet D. Wheeler The Capture The girls expected trouble, and they had not long to wait for it. They had left Billy inside the dormitory, had gone into the hall, closed the door after them firmly, and had defiantly placed themselves before it. They rather welcomed the sight of Miss Cora, stiff-backed and stern-lipped, bearing down upon them like a tug-of-war. They had learned in their history that in union there is strength, and now they were about to test the truth of it. If one of them felt her courage slipping, all she had to do was to think of the breakfast they had had that morning, and, presto, it was all back again. Miss Cora stopped as she came to the foremost girls, and her eyes swept them coldly. "'What is the meaning of this?' she asked, adding, as the girls did not show any intention of moving, let me pass, at once. Then Rose stepped forward a little and drawled, in the insolent tone that only Rose knew how to use. Where are you going, Miss Dill? Miss Cora looked as stunned as if she had been hit on the head with a hammer. That one of the girls should have the insolence, the absolute impertinence, to ask her, Miss Cora Dill, where she was going. Then a hot wave of anger flowed over her, and she found her voice. "'Where I am going has nothing to do with it, whatever,' she said, her voice icy. "'I command you to stand away from that door.' Then it was Caroline Brandt who spoke in her quiet, calm voice. "'We will be glad to do as you say, Miss Dill,' she said, "'if you will promise not to lock Billy Bradley up again.' "'Promise not to lock?' gasped Miss Cora. Then she turned upon the girls with blazing eyes. "'You are mad, all of you,' she said her voice shaking with fury. I will wire Miss Walters at once. And she turned away down the hall, her hands so tightly clenched that her nails left little angry red marks where they had bit into the flesh. The girls watched her go, then turned back into the dormitory with a sigh. They had won a victory, and yet they were not happy about it. Except that Billy was free, things were even worse than before. Now I don't know what we're going to do, said Vi, gazing drearily out of the window. The leaden sky had turned still darker and a flurry of snow had begun to fall. The gong for classes rang out through the hall, and the girls started and looked at each other questioningly. Several of them began to gather up their books, but Billy, who had been thinking deeply, 
suddenly sprang to her feet. Listen, girl, she said, and they looked at her questioningly. It seems to me there's only one thing left for us to do. We can't go to classes, not after what we've just done, and we can't stay around here till Miss Walters comes. The pickles will surely starve us to death. She paused for a moment, and they looked at her expectantly. Then she lowered her voice and spoke quickly. Let's go home, she said, or at least we can go to the hotel in town till Miss Walters gets back. What do you say? And not one of the girls but what hailed the idea joyfully. It would be rebellion, of course, and a few days before they would have hesitated, but not now. They set about packing in feverish haste, fairly throwing their things into their suitcases. They were afraid of having their plans spoiled at the last minute, and in Malata they could get all they wanted to eat, that is, as long as their money held out. At last they were ready, hats and coats on, valises in hand, they gathered in the hall, waiting for Billy to give the word to march. Eyes were bright, color was high, for they had started on real adventure, and they were beginning to enjoy it. "'Come on,' said Billy, raising her hand smartly to the little brown hat in salute. "'Forward! March!' As they reached the lower hall, they were met by Miss Ada Dill and Miss Cora, Miss Race, and several of the other teachers. The latter had feared trouble when the girls failed to report at classes, and had started out to see what the matter was. And now they saw. Before they could even gasp their amazement, the girls swept past them, opened the front door, and ran down the steps to the drive. There were only about a hundred of them, but it seemed to the teachers who watched them go that there were easily twice that number. They've struck, said Miss Race, turning to the other teachers with consternation in her eyes, while they looked back at her soberly. I wonder what Miss Walters will say. We'll very soon find out what she'll say, Miss Corradiel spoke up grimly. I sent a wire to Miss Walters this morning. She will surely be back in a day or two. Meanwhile, out on the road, the girls were trudging gamely on toward town. The first thrill had gone from the adventure, and they were beginning to wonder what made their grips so heavy. And the snow, which had begun in a light flurry, was coming down heavily now, covering the woods and the road before them with a white, fleecy blanket. The wind had risen, too, and they were forced to stop time and time again to straighten hats and shake the clinging snow from their skirts. And because of the wind, they did not hear the sound of voices, so that Chet and Teddy, coming back from their errand to town, were almost upon them before they knew it. And then something happened that made the girls drop their bags and stare in stupid amazement. Out from the bushes, straight in front of them, sprang the figure of a man, and at the same moment, Chet and Teddy rounded the curve of the road. The man straightened and looked wildly from one group to the other, and then made as though to double on his tracks and dive into the woods again. "'Stop that man!' shouted Teddy. "'He robbed our academy. That's right, girls. Head him off!' For Billy, with a gasp of astonishment, had recognized a codfish, and seeing what he was about to do, had darted forward straight in his path. A score of other girls followed her example and so quickly was the move made that the man found his escape cut off entirely. Wildly he looked about him, started in the other direction, but found his path blocked there also. With a snarl of rage he flung himself forward, 
resolved to break his way through by force, but Teddy and Chet were too quick for him. Not for nothing had they won medals on the track team, and now, as the thief made his last attempt, his arms were caught in a strong grip, and were twisted behind him so suddenly that he cried out with the pain of it. It was Teddy who had caught him, and now, as the man struggled to free himself, he called out a sharp order to Chet. "'Give me your skate-strap, quick!' he cried. "'This chap's as slippery as an eel. "'What are you doing?' "'For Chet, seeing that the codfish was struggling "'to get his imprisoned hands down to a suspicious bulge over his right hip, "'sprang forward and drew the hidden revolver from his holster. "'The game's up, old man,' he crowed exultantly. "'Then, turning, he handed the pistol to Billy. "'Keep him covered, old girl,' he said, "'till I get this strap loose and handcuff the gentleman.' "'That's the girl. Steady, Mr. Codfish. We've got you now.' The codfish made as though to spring upon Billy, revolver and all, but Billy kept her head. Several of the girls screamed, but she was not one of them. She stepped back a few steps and waved the revolver threateningly. She was horribly afraid of the old thing, but not for the world would she have let anyone suspect it. "'If you don't stand still, I'll shoot,' she said a quaver in her voice despite all her efforts to speak calmly i've got this thing aimed at just about where your heart is i guess the codfish glared at her wildly hesitated just a minute but that hesitation cost him his chance chet had at last got his skate strap loose and had bound it tightly about the man's wrists while teddy still held his arms tight to prevent a sudden dash into the woods now i guess we've got you cried teddy jubilantly you will rob our academy, will you, and expect to get away with it? Now I guess the next thing is to hand you over to the first policeman we meet. Come on now, forward march. But did he really rob your academy? asked Laura eagerly, as the girls picked up their grips where they had dropped them in the road, and they all started on together. I'll say he did, said Chet indignantly, and he got away with a pretty haul, too. That's what we were going to tell you girls about this morning. But say, he broke off and looked at them with a funny expression on his face. We've been so busy catching the crook that we never thought. Say, where are you going with your suitcases and everything? And, and how did Billy get loose? The last we heard of her, she was locked up. Yes, what is it, a walkout? Asked Teddy, looking in bewilderment from Billy to the other girls. But suddenly, Rose gave a sharp cry of warning. The codfish, she cried. Look out! For Teddy, in his bewilderment, had loosened his grip on the thief's arm, and the latter had taken this chance to make a dash for liberty. With a kangaroo leap, Teddy was upon him, and Chet, snatching the pistol from Billy's hand, pointed it threateningly. None of that, old chap, he cried. You'd better be a good little boy, or you'll get a taste of something worse than prison. Now then, forward march, and mind your P's and Q's. The codfish shot a glance at Chet that made the girl shiver, but he went ahead nevertheless. "'We ought to meet the sheriff and his hit policeman pretty soon,' said Chet, keeping his eyes and his pistol fixed unwaveringly on the captive's back, while Teddy gripped his arm with both hands, and the girls crowded close behind. He pulled off this stunt last night, and Captain Schelling, the owner of our school, sent us to town to notify the police.' "'Oh,' said Billy thoughtfully. 
So that was where you were going this morning when you stopped at the hall. What's that? She added as the sound of voices, somewhat muffled by the storm, reached them. I hope it's the sheriff, said Teddy, hurrying his captive forward through the snow. Say, I'm glad we caught this fellow now, before he had a chance to make off with what he stole. We may have a chance of getting it back. They turned a curve in the road and saw a party of half a dozen men coming toward them on a run. The sheriff, yelled Teddy, here is some more luck. But the sheriff's party seemed almost more surprised at sight of the hundred-odd girls from Three Towers Hall than they were delighted to see the boys and their captive. They were more interested in the codfish, however, and promptly took him into custody, exchanging real handcuffs for the strap the boys had used. The boys eagerly told the story of his capture, giving the girls more credit for their part of it than they deserved, or so the latter protested, and the sheriff and his party listened with delighted grins. "'Pretty good work,' said one of them approvingly. "'You couldn't have done any better if you'd planned it. "'Well, good day to you, and thanks. "'We'll soon put this rascal where he won't do more stealing of other people's goods. "'Get up there, will you?' And he gave the sullen codfish a push, that sent him staggering up the road in front of them. Before the party disappeared, the sheriff turned once more to look back curiously at the girls and boys, who were still standing in the road staring after them. "'Well, I'll be jiggered, but that is curious,' he said, shaking his head doubtfully. "'Looks as if all three towers hall had turned out for an outing.' "'Huh! Funny kind of weather for an outing,' replied another one. They didn't have a teacher with them, either. Pretty queer, I call it. Well, said another philosophically, chewing a huge cud of tobacco, I call it lucky. If those girls hadn't happened along just when they did, we wouldn't have got hold of this bird so slick. And who am I to be quarreling with fate? End of chapter 24 Read by Nancy Cochran Gergen Gilbert, Arizona October 24, 2022「Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I came from a low-income family that was, that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.